Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV, getting ready to interview Anna, the CEO of Apis Corp. Who is Apis Corp, you might ask? It is the, the, 3D printing company in this world with the biggest record for the biggest 3D house. You might be asking, why should I care? Well, thanks to COVID and the supply chain issues we're having, it's only getting harder and more expensive to build a home. And we need homes. We don't have enough roofs over everybody's heads. So check out this 3D printer and we'll be up next with Anna and she can tell us all about it. Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Raines of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's The Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Raines. Hi again, Rebecca Hidalgo Raines here with Grateful Heart TV, and I'm so excited. Our guest is here, ready to talk. I just want to do a little bit better introduction. Anna, not Anna, I am so impressed with this woman. Seriously, as I've researched her, and I have to say this before I bring her on, she has studied space physics. At the age of 22, she managed a $6 million um, Olympic game project, which was amazing. And today she is the CEO of Apis Core, the 3D printing company in this world that carries the Guinness World Record of the biggest 3D house. Anna, Anna. Where are you? Let's see. There you are. Um, Hello. Good morning. How are you today? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you very much for having me. It's uh, I'm really excited. I am too. And you know, I have to share with you. My assistant Ariel has been um, engrossed in your product for quite some time, trying to get my husband and I to actually get on board and purchase one of your machines. So I did a lot of research um, recently into your company, and I have to say, I'm incredibly impressed. That said, oh, thank you. I, I know you've been uh, CEO for seven years now. Did I have that correct? Uh, no, I actually uh, started the position CEO last year before I was a founder, and we just managed a lot of different stuff moving from uh, another com uh, country to here. So basically, as a CEO, uh, I'm more than a year so far. Okay, very good. And you're based out of Florida today, which is actually a really cool name. What was it? Space Florida? It says Space Coast. Space uh, Coast. It's really like a very close to Cape Canaveral, uh -huh. uh, Melbourne City. So we have the uh, rocket launches here like uh, almost every week. And it's a really, really amazing location here. Well, it sounds like your location was by design and not by accident with your um, studies that you've studied and your tagline of you're building 3D homes here on Earth. But next step, the moon and Mars. Can you tell us about that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
So basically, the what we're doing is the how to build houses robotically, right? Right. So today we 3D print the walls of a house. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's faster, cheaper, better quality. And I, I would say that the fact that it's kind of automation to the construction process, this is the core. But the construction, it's something that has not been really a change for, for hundreds of years so far. The, if we, if we uh, have a look at the uh, car industry or any other industry, the automation has been introduced to those industries very long ago. But the construction, it's still something that... Uh, a lot of labor is involved there, and labor actually is very, very shortage uh, today. Oh, so that is like an a- understatement. I can't even begin to tell you here in Arizona a little bit about my history, Anna. I actually am a manager for a new home sales company by the name of Belago Homes currently, but I have been in the new home construction industry myself in the sales arena for uh Well, I've been doing it for almost 30 years and I know construction really well. And one of my analogies that I would actually give to my agents to use, you know, because it is truly one of the last things made by hand, right? Until we meet you. Uh, So I'd always give the analogy, you know, once a home is started with construction, the conveyor belt is out there and it's the last thing, only thing that, you know, today is usually built by hand. The cost of lumber during COVID skyrocketed to exponential amounts of money, making it very prohibitive for people to build homes here in Arizona. I'm sure across the whole world, but I specialize in Arizona. So what I do know is the stats here locally and the cost to build is so out of control. So if we could on that assembly line actually have one thing done by a robot, the walls would be the thing to have done by the robot. And I love that you guys named your robots too. So let's keep going with that part of the conversation because I think that is all so cool. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much for bringing up this information about the construction. And uh, I also wanted to add that like today, it's a huge gap between how much we actually have to build and how much we're able to build using the modern construction. So basically with the robotics technologies that what we do, we kind of basically like a fill in this gap by building more houses without taking some jobs, you know? So it's like, a, it's also about the availability, not only about affordability, because availability is another big problem in the construction industry today. Oh, it absolutely about, is. Yeah, about the robots, basically, um, if you talk about Moon and Mars, Obviously, that robots going to be the first who go into build houses there, right? Nice. And actually, the robots are already the first who are already there. Mm-hmm. And so we have a very limited resources there. The environment is different. So robots are the first to come there and uh, build the first houses for first to arrive. And we're also pretty limited in how much we can bring with us from Earth to there. So we also need to figure out how the how we can use the local materials there and additive technology, the through the printing technology. It's something like a very sounds very suitable for that uh, purpose because you basically extrude the material. Uh huh. And that means that you add as much material as you need. You don't need to cut it out later or like a polish or something like this. Uh-huh. You basically kind of grow the structure you need. This is the main difference between the substructive uh, fabrication process and additive fabrication process. So this is why the additive manufacturing and using robots 
to build the structures with the additive manufacturing. It sounds like a pretty promising solution for the moon and Mars. And uh, we really believe that it's going to be the next big thing, maybe the next 10 years, maybe longer. It's it's a long, long shot, obviously. So it well, takes, takes a lot of resources and time. What I love about what you're talking about, though, is it doesn't matter whether it's on planet Earth or Mars or the moon. You guys are using the materials on site and adding what you need to to make the mixture to, to I'm assuming, create the cement walls, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. So basically how it works, so the three different material that we use today to 3D print houses on Earth, mm-hmm. it's um, it's not a regular concrete, but it's still the cement mixture, cement mortar, I would say. So basically the biggest part of the material is cement and sand, uh-huh. and then a bunch of additives that make the material extrudable. This is the like a main part of the material science, how to get the material extruded, not like a puddle. You know, and basically we produce the material locally. Uh huh. We can find the cement and sand locally, and all of the additives. It's something that available in the all of the industries on the shelf. So I do have a question for you because I know enough to be dangerous when it comes to building homes. I personally have never put on you know a tool belt and a hammer, so I don't physically go out and build them. But I've watched many under construction. Uh, my little young self, when I very first got into the new home industry, I remember going out and standing at a job site with the foundations and the post tension cross cables, and you know really uh, learning. Gosh, I that was like 20 years ago when I was out on site doing that. And that was about post tension foundation. So I feel like this is just another level of um, engineering that is going to make our lives a lot easier. And I actually have a slide I want to show about what you're talking about with with respect to the number of homes we need to build. I've been saying all year long, that is why our prices have skyrocketed, because we simply do not have enough roofs to cover all the heads that we personally have here in Arizona. And I know it's a global issue, right? So what I was curious about, because I know about construction, is typically you start with the foundation and then you work on your walls. And then from there, you put your roof up and then you add, well, actually your windows go in and then you put your roof up, you load the the roof and then you start working on the interior. You know, it it creates the shell. So what I was curious about, I did go and um, actually Ariel printed up a packet for me. So I was running through the packet, looking at all the data um, and I did the math. I had to hop on a website to convert meters to feet so that I could conceptually visualize, you know, the space. And please correct me if I'm wrong. It's a 10 and a half foot ceiling height by 18 feet um, is, is the biggest that the um, robot can create. So a room of maybe 18 by 18 with a 10, 10 and a half foot height. Is that accurate? Is I'm, I'm trying to envision some of the floor plans I see here locally being built and trying to figure out, is a 3D printer able to build the homes that we currently live in here in Arizona? Um, I wouldn't say it's quite correct. It's the uh, just the technical characteristics of the machine. Okay. So when it's stationary, when the printer is stationary, yes, it can build like a, this space, for example. But it does not mean that uh, we cannot build bigger houses. For example, the building in Dubai that we did, it's a massive house. It's like a 6,400 square feet of living area. And it's uh, like a 32 feet tall. It is so, this guy right here, right? Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, so if you, if you, so you see that the robot actually like 
way smaller than the the house uh, square footprint. So right? that's Frank's little and brother, right? Because Frank is the actual robot who pours the concrete, and then the brother is the one who moves Frank around. Am I am I remembering right from my research? Uh, not really. So basically, <laughs> what we did in Dubai it was the uh, earliest uh, version of the equipment, uh -huh. and Frank was not uh, that time. He on, wasn't born uh, yet. <laughs> yes, it, it was a little bit bigger, and uh, so. But anyway, today. The way we print houses, uh -huh. it basically we can move the friend. It actually moves by by, by itself. Okay. You just use a joystick, like a, a, a notepad. Uh -huh. You know, like games. And friend, it just moves but by, by itself because it has the continuous caterpillar tracks. Uh -huh. And this is how you can 3D print houses of literal, literally unlimited square foot uh, square footage. Okay. So you just move the printer and keep printing the walls so the, just as long as you have land available it does the exterior walls but it will also do the interior walls right yes correct yes you, you can do exterior you can do interior yeah so do we need wood at all that depends on your preferences okay so for example some of people saying like no i want to 3d print entire house because i really like the concrete like houses because basically what we 3d print is the the same Structurally, and all of the properties are the same at the concrete masonry unit wall. So, you know, the gray blocks. Yeah, the, we, we, we build a block here all the time. And so when I see block construction, typically the interior walls are framed in wood. And that's where I feel yeah. like you can make some huge savings if the cost to build can, um, with the cost of wood today, be less with the 3D printing. Yes, you're absolutely right. So actually it's our... Um, mission how we can 3d print the entire house mm -hmm. uh the, the walls of the entire house and actually how we can complete the entire house within seven days because what is very interesting thing is that new technology how it 3d print the walls it also allows us to significantly improve and expedite the following construction uh, uh, works, we, we call it secondary construction, mechanical, right. electrical, plumbing, roofing, the finishing uh, mm -hmm. structural uh, reinforcement, for example. So having this technology, we kind of get access to much more freedom and how we can really like a change and innovate the entire construction process. And so we are working on this right now, like, a, okay, we know how to bring the walls, it's faster, cheaper and better quality, but how we also can expedite the secondary construction. And Ooh. our goal is to build the entire house within seven days. Well, that's pretty amazing. And I would love to see you guys do it because right now I'm quoting 12 to 18 months to build a house here in Arizona. And that's just because 12 to 18 months. Yes, yes, that's that's terrible. That is terrible. And we just can't keep up and then the prices are going crazy. And as a result, our subcontractors, you know, some would say that they might be gouging some of us consumers a little bit. Um, you know, we keep hearing supply chain issues as the reason. But then you just kind of look at the grand scheme of things and have to wonder, is that just them not being opportunist? in raising the prices because they can. So to have somebody else coming into the front, offering another solution to a huge problem we're having currently could help everybody all the way around. Um, let me, because I don't want to get away from what I wanted to talk about. Uh, first thing, you already hit on this. By 2040, we will need to build as many houses as in the previous 2000 years. Uh, 
Help me explain that stat, Anna, because that's pretty shocking. I mean, we're less than 20 years away from 2040. Yeah, it's actually considering the, uh, how fast the population growing on Earth. Mm-hmm. So basically, in the last, in the past 2000 years, of course, we didn't have this problem with the fast growing of our population on Earth. And basically, to keep up with this grow population and supplying enough houses so everybody could have the house. Right. It's really the same as we built in the past 2000 years. So it's basically really linked to the growth population. So this that means that actually what worked before, right? Is not going to work now. Houses, it's not going to work now. Well, it already exactly. isn't. I mean, and that is truly the critical uh, situation we're having. Now, I'm personally building two custom homes right now, or I'm trying to, and I can't even get contractors to get back to me to price out our jobs. Uh, So I do believe that this is a very viable solution for our future need in housing, and I really do applaud everything that you guys are doing. So I, I feel like we've covered the what it is. Now, who are your customers? Sorry. That's okay. No problem. Um, so basically, we are the company that supplies the techno- construction technologies to home builders or to construction companies, for example. Okay. Because what we do is the tool how to increase productivity, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the same as like a we. You have the manual uh, the screwdriver, right? To like a screw the nuts, for example, but uh-huh. you also can have the electrical drill, right? Sure. And with the electrical drill, you can do like a hundred of nuts, right? For the same period of time. I love the so analogy. The <laughs> yeah. So this is exactly what we are doing with the 3D printing robotics technology, mm-hmm. right? And so we want the construction companies start using this so they can keep faster, cheaper, and with be- uh, better productivity. So to date, from what I was reading, your audience is mainly the United States, or at least where you're focusing to grow your product. How many builders in the country currently are using this technology to build homes? And if somebody was interested in building one, how could they find them? So yes, right that today we really focus on the United States. It's basically this question of scalability, right? Because the technology is pretty mm-hmm. new and it's really important like uh, how you land it in the right hands, right? And how mm-hmm. you supply all of the tools and information to your customers to successfully use it. But this technology never existed before, right? So you can, could it just go uh, online like a Google how to trip a house, right? right? It's a lot of questions and people are like, oh, how to do this, how to do that. So this is why to really have the success grow the technology worldwide, you need to start somewhere locally, right? Because right. you have the resources to like uh, um, help first customers to successfully use it. And so we right now in the process where we are uh, setting up the manufacturing and increasing the manufacturing capacities. For so your robots, the- right? Yeah, for the okay. robots. Because before we mainly do, uh, we, we mainly did like a day. Uh, research and development and the project that we actually like uh, improving the pro- uh, product, uh-huh. right? We use this project, uh, project. And so the timeline when we expect to have printers like ready for people like uh, to place the or- order, it's the quarter four of next year. Okay, so right so. now you're taking, I saw that on your website, you guys are taking reservations. Uh, let me scroll over, let's see. So if somebody wanted to check you guys out, they would wanna go to apis.core um, 
and that's where it talks about the cost to 3D print and talks about the passionated, I love that word, passionated professionals. So Anna, hold with me real quick. We're gonna just take a super fast commercial break and we'll come right back to finish this conversation. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, my name is Rob Sell. I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multifamily units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you, and I appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from you. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. All right, we're back from break. Look how quick that happens with technology today. Anna, you're still there with me. All right, so let me scroll back over because I got so excited this morning researching you. Um, One thing I loved about you, I'm super passionate when it comes to charities and giving back to the community and involvement. And you mentioned um, this, uh, I I don't even know what to call it. It's called Sealogy? No, Seal Legacy. Can you, tell, yes, to, can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I started thinking about the wonderful work you guys are doing with your homes, and then to see that as a component of what you guys are about, at least you personally, I'd love to learn more. So basically, Sea Legacy, it's uh, the uh, community. they really working on to bring awareness about the problems that happens today in the ocean. It's our, the, obviously there biggest and the most important resource on earth because it control the climate it control a lot of right it's mm-hmm. it control our uh, our life on earth and so i just been following them for i think more than 
one year uh just because i can be aware really i can know what happens there they do a great job like uh, to bring uh information about what the problems in the ocean all of the problems with the trash for example yeah. there and also they try to educate how to stop <laughs> uh, put putting trash in the ocean, ocean. with mm-hmm. all of the recyclable things they show in when they really can end it up right and it's not the only community that i'm following so i just see that how bad the situation with the ocean yeah and, and, and all of our fine. yeah all of our landfills are overflown yes. we have islands of garbage literally floating around i'm pretty yeah. passionate about it my oldest daughter lives in hawaii big island and uh she went over for school and never came back to arizona i can't say that i blame her you know where she's living right now but she did share with me when she was in college um about a gal and, and you may have heard of this already because i it's kind of in hand in hand with what you guys do and the reasons why you do what you do uh I believe it's in South America. They're actually taking um, landfill plastics and making building block materials, which I thought was pretty. I've heard of this. You have heard yeah. of this. And, and that's kind of where I was thinking maybe why you were into the Sea Legacy was because of, um, you know, just caring about Mother Earth and trying to help clean her up. And so I, I just think that's another uh, thing that's coming our way in the near future for building materials. And I'd love to see somebody take that on here in the United States. I have to applaud you guys for bringing us a wonderful solution. So to answer my question earlier, I think maybe your passionate professionals might be one of the gals there in that photo could help somebody like me. If I had a floor plan I was thinking about building and then considering, well, should I use a 3D printer to build it instead? Is your designer gal somebody that you would use to help people come up with the floor plans that maybe they'd want to build homes out of? Or how does that process work? So basically with this uh, team that you saw on the, on our website, Passion mm-hmm. Professionals, so we worked with the uh, local designer here, home designer here in Space Coast uh-huh. to like uh, offer three or four spec houses okay. that we can print for people and uh, specifically in Florida. Okay. And so, you know, every state are, is, are so different, right? Mm-hmm. So the architecture different, the habits different, like uh, something that can work in Florida not necessarily can work in Arizona, for example, right? Sure. Houses. So this is why we par- uh, we partner with the local home designer and like okay what can be really suitable for this specifically space coast for sure. example or Florida even and uh, so we're very very close to uh, introduce our four houses it's like a, the big one big one called Impreza actually. oh I, I saw that on your website yeah and I checked it's that already out. won the parade of homes actually. I saw so that that's super exciting yeah. stuff and that's where I was trying to figure out the floor plans that could be built with your um, robots yeah. because you know what I do know about construction uh, for example block masonry used to be the way that we would build homes here in Arizona and then it became cost prohibitive and we switched to wood. So a lot of the homes here were built in the 80s and older were actually built out of block. Uh, mm-hmm. And they are way cooler in the summertime. They keep the heat in way better. So I'm assuming with oh, your exactly. material, the same thing. Do you guys actually have what's called a HERS rating? Or are you familiar with what that is? Um, and you might not have it there in Florida. I'm not sure. Uh 
It no, has to I do with energy readings. I, and so I was just curious, you know, if, if you need to do any kind of insulation on your walls in addition to the concrete or what? Oh, um, yes. Yeah, that, that's a great question. So basically, again, I really, really happy that you're very familiar with the CMU blocks because, yes, the CMU houses, they really like a better quality mm-hmm. acoustic, right? And durability. And oh, like yeah. For Florida, for example, for the insects, right? Mm-hmm. And all of the bugs and something like this. The CMU houses can last like a Way longer. much longer than the woodstick houses. Yeah. But again, because the uh, CMU blocks are really like expensive to assemble together and build the houses sure. with them, we kind of like a switch into the cheaper alternative. It's like the prefabricated houses or woodstick houses. And so with the 3D printing technology, basically, what mm-hmm. we do, we completely mimic the concrete masonry unit wall structurally and with all other properties. So that means that our walls can be insulated the same way as a concrete masonry unit wall. And they basically have all of the same properties. Okay. And they can be also reinforced the same way. So this is what we're trying to do. Okay, this is the new technology. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, this technology from aliens, how I can use it, right? <laughs> Something like this. And we're like, no, it, the, the only difference is that the walls are built built robotically, not manually. That's mm-hmm. the difference. But structurally, it still can be something very the same that already exists today in building codes and something that we actually know how to work with, concrete masonry unit wall. Well, and you know, besides all of that wonderful stuff, what I liked was it says, how much does it cost to build, to cost to 3D print a house? And I came across a slide and you can tell, oh, here it is. Um, and I did the math. So $1.2 million cost savings for 60 houses. So it sounds like it's about a $20,000 per house savings when you build with the 3D printer. Is that a fair statement to say? Yes. So basically, uh, so first, it's really de- uh, depends on the design, sure, right? Of course. Different design, the scale. Mm-hmm. Walls, everything different. And also depends on like what the finish is and all of the sure. other stuff. But basically where the math come from. Uh, so if we compare concrete masonry unit wall and 3D printed wall, okay. so we can 3D print the wall structures almost nine times faster. So let's say the single family house, 2300 square feet house. Uh-huh. So to build to build the walls for this house with the concrete masonry unit blocks, it will take about 400 hours just to stack the, the, the you mean the, instead the of the 40 hours it takes you guys yes exactly and for us it can take like a 40 hours so let's say it's like a one week right yeah. because we're gonna work like eight hours per day for example because mm-hmm. the printer still needs to to have some supervision right sure Super- so yeah this is like a, the rough estimates and this is something that we know how to achieve right and we mm-hmm. already like uh, doing this and uh, with the cost savings yes because you spend way less time and you don't use the skill labor for this. You sure. just you just need two operators to operate the printer, right? You need two, right? Great. Yeah. So two, if two, if two. I wanted to be crazy enough and book a ticket to go to Florida to go do your guys' training with my husband, in theory, no, this is a big theory. In theory, I could actually build a house by myself, my husband, and put up all the walls ourselves, in theory. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's other people who are a lot better at that kind of stuff than I and my husband would be. And we'd probably look to hire somebody else to come out and do the training. 
And that actually segues us real quick into, uh, we talked about the advantages. I want to talk about Frank and his family. I got to say, your website was super cute. So I have to ask, uh, you have Mary and Gary, who are the siblings of Frank, correct? Yes. So can you tell me who uh, they are and what they do and to support Frank? Frank is the big robot who does most of the work. Yes. So Frank is the mobile 3D printer that we created. And I just want to notice that it's really something that's very unique. So we created it from scratch. Mm-hmm. And so it really was created specifically for this task, like how we can 3D print houses. And then we decided, yeah, that the design has to be mobile and very portable. Otherwise, you're going to spend a lot of uh, money just to transport the big machine and operate it and deploy and et cetera. So the mobility and portability is the key component behind our technology. And so the, the friend basically it distributes the material, extrude the material to build the walls. Okay. So Gary is the mixing and pump machine. Gary basically mixed the cement mortar with water according to all of the water ratio, you know, so like, uh, and keeping the material consistent. So he basically, Gary, is responsible for a very, very important job because the consistency of the 3D print material. This is something that directly affects the quality of the walls, right? right? So, yeah, he's very, very important. So Gary's actually got almost a more important job because if he screws up, then no matter what Frank does, it's going to be messed up, right? Yes, I would say it's pretty fair. And so this is why we created Gary. So Gary is actually a very, very perfect machine. It's He's not going to mess up. (laughs) Well, it would only be the end user who's probably helping set up Gary. Uh, And then we have Mary. What does Mary do in this family of robots? So Mary, uh, Mary actually delivers the dry material on site. Oh, it's basically like the big storage of the material. And it's very important how to actually store the material because the material has to be very concealed, right? Mm-hmm. Without and not be exposed Sunlight to the elements. or the mm-hmm. rain. So yeah, she's also a very, very important part of the family. I love it. So she's kind of like Mother Mary. And then we've got <laughs> big brother Gary. And we just have to hope that Frank Frank is nice to his um, siblings or parents or whatever you want to call them. I, I thought that was super cute, the whole family robot thing. Um, yeah, Frank, Gary, and Mary, yeah. They, uh, they are adorable. And then what I thought was, okay, then I go on to, okay, how do I reserve Frank if I want Frank? I'm assuming Mary and, and Gary come along with the package. Um, and then you have online courses, workshops, and all kinds of fun stuff. And I just thought that was pretty phenomenal because obviously this is a new technology. There's very few people in the U.S. using it today. I think when I was on your website, I saw somebody from Arizona um, went through your course. I don't know if they're actively waiting for their reserved Frank to arrive or, you know, for people here local when they might get their first opportunity to see Frank in action. So uh, basically, you right now can reserve the Frank in the production line. Mm-hmm. And once you're near the production stage, basically your friend, you, you can be sure that the, in the first batch, batch of manufacturing, you have your Frank being manufactured. Uh-huh. So this is basically how it works right now. Because we write, uh, the next year, it's really important year for us because we're really expanding our manufacturing capabilities. Because you know that creating the prototype, it's actually easy. But 
how to scale up the manufacturing. That's, that's a the hard part. Story. So you need to have all of the materials, all of the vendors, all of the processes in place so you can just really scale up the manufacturing and build more printers. So do you have robots like Frank making more Franks or who's making your who's in the who's actually producing and actually doing the labor of these um, beautiful robots you guys are selling? Actually, I take it back. You're leasing. You're not selling them, right? Yes, exactly. We, we list them out. And basically the idea behind this is that the technology is new, right? Mm -hmm. And we constantly improving the technology. And so we want to make sure that people that are going to use our machines, they're going to have access to all of the new technology updates, okay. right? And in case, for example, they have some troubles or something like this, we can be all the time next to them and teaching them and helping them. And for example, we have a new type of extruder, we can just replace it instead of replacing the entire machine. So for the next at least five years, we assume that it's going to be a leasing uh, model. So to provide some flexibility for people while they, uh, they, they, they're learning how to use it. So it's a one-time fee cost to lease it, it, the way I was reading it on your website, you can pay the money up front to reserve it. You'll, we'll get a heads up. Like if I wanted to make a reservation for one, we'll get a heads up when they may be available sometime next year. And as we get closer, that's probably when people would need to come out and do the training and the workshop. Yeah. They could do the online course in the meantime, just to make sure they're learning and preparing and getting everything done. Is there any ongoing cost after the initial um, cost up front? Uh, you mean for to, to list the printer? Mm -hmm. So basically for the reservation, you pay the reservation fee mm -hmm. and just wait in once we near the production time and we say like, yeah, now we started, your friend has been produced right now. So this is the lease agreement. Uh, look at this. If you're okay, let's execute it. And you, you're going to receive your friend in a, like a three, four months, something uh -huh. like that. So we still like don't know the exact lead time. It's really like a bit. Once we near the production, we will be more... Uh, we will know more about the actual lead time, you know, because today in the United States, it's crazy and it's crazy all over the world. We wanted to buy the trailer for our uh, friend and they said it's six months lead time for the trailer. For trailer. Yeah, just for trailer. Oh, it's kind of custom built trailer, but it's not crazy. It's right. Not, and you, you need know, like and you need to have this trailer to drive it all over the U.S. for all these orders of reservations you guys are getting filled right now. Um, so I, I, actually, trailer trailer is for Frank. Oh, the so trailer is for Frank. So another cool thing about Frank is that it's so easy to transport. Okay. So you just need to standard flatbed trailer, for example. Yeah. And you need a Dodge Ram, mm -hmm. and you can just can drive to the next construction site. Even you can do this or I can do this. And th this is something that I did. I can just drive my Dodge Ram with the flatbed trailer and mm. Frank on there. And I can be like in your construction site and start printing a house, you know? So I don't need to have the cranes, big trucks, 10 strong people and men to help me with this. I just show up on your construction site, use the laptop, and wheel the Frank on the construction site to print a house for you. Well, I'm pretty interested in seeing if you guys can build these next two houses for me with your Frank. I, I'm not going to lie, because after everything I've learned, I'm definitely a lot more interested than I was the first time I heard about 3D printing. And I think it's just a matter of kind of wrapping your brain around something new. I, I, rec I One thing that caught my eye on your website, you mentioned being a disruptor in the building industry. 
And um, we have disruptors in real estate all the time. You know, we're talking about iBuyers, Zillow, Open Door, OfferPad, all these companies. And so to me, you're just another wonderful new thing coming to market that really could solve a huge problem that we're having today if you get connected with the right people. And I hope I can be one of the right people here for you here in Arizona, because I love everything that you're telling me about what you guys are up to. It's super exciting stuff. Um, and yeah, when we get off this, I might just be emailing you over my floor plans and seeing what you guys can do with yeah, those. Absolutely. Just send it to me. And you know, that I, I, I really happy to hear this because I want to have more women in the construction industry today. Right. And it's really possible to the technology that we created. Uh, because again, it's mobile and portable. That right. means that you you can just manage it by yourself, you know? And that opens the so huge horizons for all of the people who kind of like it couldn't really join the construction industry because mm -hmm. it's really heavy work. It's dirty work, you know? So it's like dirty, heavy, yeah. Doesn't sound like fun, does yes. it? <laughs> so who, who would like to do this, right? right. And we see the younger generation that like, a. Uh, I'm not sure that they're going to do this. I will better go to the software development or something like this. Right. But today, with the robots, you can be the 3D printer operator and mm -hmm. still build a house, right? And it can be done by even like by women, I would say, right? By women, because before it's like a construction was really something like a male dominated right. stuff, right? But now but you're today, taking all the heavy lifting off our shoulders and you're letting a robot do all that so that we can use our brain power. And I love that. And I did and I did catch that with your passionated uh, professionals. I thought that was really cool that I saw just women in your photo. Uh, I'm definitely a huge uh, proponent for helping other women um, feel empowered and getting ahead in, in whatever industry they're looking to get ahead in. So whatever I can do to help you guys with that venture, we will certainly be sharing your episode. One question I do have for you, because I really, my brain is, is spinning right now, of all the wonderful things we could do with this but have you guys approached the um maybe concerned that because it's new and unheard of yet how the banks and the finance companies might look at this alternative material for construction for financing like for example getting an fha loan would they loan on a 3d printed house that's a very good question and i think that it's it's not really depends on the new technology because again, the walls that we 3D print, they're the same as CME walls, right? right. And so if you have the clear uh, documentation saying this, so even the insurance companies, they're not like uh, struggling with this it's because CMU houses even like uh, cheaper for the insurance, for example, for the financing, right. as long as you send CMU and all of the other stuff done by pretty traditional way, it's pretty clear how to do this. Well, I agree with that. It's just whenever you hear anything new, then that's where people are like, oh, hold on there. And I could see this being a wonderful, it just happened to me this morning. I was on the phone with one of our clients. He's a police officer here in Mesa. Sweet gentleman. He has a four-month-old little baby and their and wife is at home with the baby and they're trying to buy their first home. And he just can't right now. It's terrible. Like somebody like him who's in the in in you know first responder, you know, out there trying to protect all of us, 
he cannot buy a home. Affordable housing is currently a huge issue. And so if FHA or USDA or any of the other government type financing would endorse this, because it is like block masonry, so it shouldn't be an issue, but it'd be, um, I bet you the first one would probably have to, you know, handhold it through to FHA and, and get their endorsement on it. And I do know some people, so we'll get, when we get off camera, I'm going to talk to you about that because yeah, I could see, I can see where this could go. And um, I'd love to see a whole bunch of kids. And I say kids, my daughter just bought her first home last month with my help. How amazing would it be if our younger generation could afford to buy homes today that they're proud of, that are going to be long lasting, energy efficient, and something that they're proud of. And I've got a couple ideas and uh, I'm really excited to share them with you. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. And actually about the uh, novelty of this technology and like uh, people sometimes like, oh, how it works, something like this. Uh So we've seen this a lot. So like uh, three years ago, people like, oh, no, it's not going to work. It's a science fiction. But today the 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 story is different, right? We see more and more houses mm-hmm. 3D printed in this country, in the United States and all over the other countries, right? And because we've seen this kind of like, oh, I don't know how it works. Tell me more. This is why we created the Episcore University. Right. So Episcore University that we're doing, it's basically the online courses mm-hmm. and in-house hands-on workshops. When you actually can come and see how machine works, you can see the live printing. Oh, I'll be coming to Florida. Good. Guarantee you. Huh? I said, I'll, I'll be coming to Florida to check it out. Guarantee yeah, you. That would be perfect. I would love seeing you because the next uh, workshop that we're hosting going to be in February. Mm-hmm. And so people really love it. We had them in sep- September this year and people were so excited that they saying like, oh, this is so amazing technology but i cannot find information anywhere online all of the other uh, companies they're so like a you know secret but we we do want to know about this yeah actually that brings up a point i i know you guys hold the guinness world record on the biggest 3d printed house in dubai there's got to be other companies that are your competition and they're keeping it secret. And I love that you guys are sharing all the information because obviously you're you're behind a movement more and you're wanting to see this become um, accessible to as many people as possible. Right. And so at the end of the day, I love what you guys are about in that in that arena. Are there competitors that um, are here in the United States already? Because you're mentioning that the people could see a 3D house somewhere. I'm just curious where we could direct them to go see some. Yeah, exactly. So basically, the we are not the one who doing the 3D printing technology for construction, but we are the only company who has this uh, type of equipment with all of the advantages of the portability and mobility and the quality of print, for example. You're so the only ones with the family? Huh? You're the only ones with the family? Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're the only ones with the family. That's a, that's a very amazing point. Exactly. And Frank, it's only it's the only machine that exists today, mm-hmm. and uh, like this type of machine. So other companies they have a different design design of their machines, and they they don't name it. You know. So this is why we better. Well, I we love everything you ladies are doing over there. I mean, between having the Mother Mary who holds makes the mix and brings it all out, and then the brother Gary and all of that. I think it's it's really cool stuff, and I hope we see a lot of your 3D homes here in Arizona before we know it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Pleasure. All mine. Wow. 
Seriously, what a great show. My producer's been in my ear for the last five minutes with all these questions and comments because it was that good. And I hope you guys feel the same. I love learning about new stuff constantly, and I love bringing it to you guys. And I really do hope that one of these days I'll be bringing 3D printing to Arizona because this lady's got me inspired. That said, if you want to get a hold of her, let me tell you how. Their website is apis.core.com. It's spelled A-P-I-S hyphen C-O-R dot com. Um, the best way to get a hold of them, they do have an Instagram page. They do have a Facebook page. But apparently, um, you know, she does have her phone number listed here as well. But probably best just to email general at apis-core.com. And they will send you any information that you might need to know. Uh, but Anna was super impressive. I imagine we're going to see some phenomenal things coming from her and her team before we know it. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, Check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. I'm on vacation every single day, every single day.